At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Bet Center live at Circa. Josh Towers on the far side of the desk. Greg Peterson to my left. I am Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. Uh, this show actually will. The, the question has to be now: Will we outlast the playoff in Connecticut or not? That's the question now. We got on the air. I thought we had it. The already. playoff legitimately was starting as we came on the air two hours ago. Oh, and you're still playing golf in Connecticut, Greg. Yeah, when we came on the air, it was like, all right, we're going to have a little bit of golf to talk about. We got a little bit more than a little bit of golf to talk about today. The beautiful thing is we can bet it the whole time. That's a beautiful thing. How many people have, like, flip-flopped and have, like, tickets on both dudes, like, three times? Just washes all over the place. I love it. Sam Burns is right. Valspar, 2021 yeah. winner. And then I think the following week he had a really good run he, he was, as well. He was in the mix right. the following weekend and uh, didn't quite get it done, but winning uh, down at uh, Copperhead there uh, for the Valspar uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, Harris English, Kramer Hickok, eighth playoff hole. They're playing 18th seemingly for the thousandth time today already. Mm-hmm. The sixth out of eight playoff holes. Again, this is now the second longest playoff tied for five with five other uh, tournaments. Most recent one was in 2012, Greg. And as we said before, the longest playoff in PGA history was 11. It was in 1949. The Motor City Open between Kerry Middlecoff and Lloyd Mangrum. Both guys had won major championships. 
Both guys are in the profession or in the World Golf Hall of Fame. They both were 11 under. They needed 11 playoff holes to say we're not playing anymore because we don't have any light, and you guys are both the winner of this tournament. <laughs> we can't do that. Huh? I don't think we're doing Oops. that this go around. Official uh, money for the season yeah. for Hickok, 504000 I think uh, I think he's um, going to have a little bit more than that after he's done today. I don't know what the purse is, but we're probably looking at 1.5 for the winner. The other thing is he's 139th in the FedEx Cup points. He's got 270 overall. I mean, what's at stake for him? Already he's going to jump. Obviously, and the amount of money for second is is almost double, probably pretty close to it of what he's made for the season. So, I mean, everything about this tournament is changing this kid's life. But again, a win, the exemptions, all the things that come with it, the 500 FedEx Cup points doubles what he has, puts him uh, a lot higher than 139. So now we're in the playoff. A lot of a lot at stake for Kramer. And again, he's gonna he's, he's benefiting regardless. Um, worst case is he, you know, he takes second place, and then Harris English, obviously a little bit different. Harris, he's had a phenomenal season all the way around. He's 13th in FedEx Cup points. Um, you know, the money's great, not the end of the world for him. I think he's made a little over four million this yeah. year, but it's still, you know, wins are wins, and and what he's done for his career and where he's at this year, six top ten finishes this year as well. Yeah. For Harris English, yeah, I mean he's been very consistent. This so year. good, man. So, so for 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 Kramer Hickok, he has three professional wins so far. One on the Corn Ferry, yep. which was in 2018, a DAP Championship. He won by three over uh, Matt Jones and Hunter Mahan. So actually, a pretty good field in that Great field in that in that Corn Ferry mm-hmm. event. At the time, it was the Web.com Tour. His two other professional wins were on the PGA Tour Canada. Is it the McKenzie yeah, Tour? Yeah, yeah. I, I believe, I'm not 100% certain on that. He won the Canadian Tour Players' Cup, and he won the Ontario Championship back in 2017. That DIP Championship was September 2, 2018. So it's been three year, just about three years since uh, Hickok has won on any tour, Josh Towers. How many starts did you see? Does it give you a little bit more information? Like, I, I'm not 100% like, sure. Yeah. But, so just, right now, uh, again, eighth playoff hole, the .18 for the sixth time in eight holes on this, and we'll... Uh, We'll keep you updated, as we have for the past two hours on this one. Greg, it has not gotten any better for the uh, Cubs. It's 6 nothing for nope. two and a half. Uh, Grand Slam, McKinstry Street, two run homer, Bellinger. By the way, big, big, uh, big two days for Cody Bellinger, who finally looks healthy again to walk off homer a night ago to win it for the Dodgers, and then today... A two-run jack. It's nice to see as well because we even remember during the postseason last year, apparently he popped out his shoulder when he was high-fiving the guys during the World yeah. Series. <laughs> he was able to play through that, but he wound up having off-season surgery. You have to wonder if that had a little bit of a trickle-down effect. Now it looks like he's a Cody Bellinger of old. Got to get back in the rhythm again. We talked about that. It takes a little time. Uh, and, and, and they have the, the luxury of waiting it out where some some players or some teams don't, I should say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with these guys being hurt, the depth of the Los Angeles Dodgers, take your time getting healthy. He looks good. And Kershaw looks very solid so far through three innings. I love the guy. Up 6 nothing at Dodger Stadium. It is VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers, along with you here for one more hour here on VEASAN, live at Circa. If you haven't been here, what are you doing at this point? Oh, you got to come. You got to come down. Yeah. The screens are insane. Great, great atmosphere. And and obviously, go check out Stadium Swim as well upstairs. Uh, Josh, both gentlemen in Connecticut at the Travelers are both going to have birdie putts. Hickok, a very similar putt to what he made to put the pressure on English last playoff hole. 
where he made the par putt and then English missed the birdie putt. And English has a pretty similar putt to the one he just missed, actually. Yeah, been here before, right? So, again, the shot by Kramer Hickok was the one that he just had that he left short in the bunker last time. Again, a little uphill lie, so it's going to elevate the shot itself, which probably knocked off the couple yards that he thought he hit perfectly. It got up and down, so it is what it is. But now he added a couple just past the flag. Very similar to what you said he just had. I think this is a little bit more right, maybe. So mm-hmm. maybe not as much movement, but he's seen this. And then Harris English takes the same shot right at the flag, hits, spins it left a little bit. So he's coming back to where we've seen the first couple holes. These guys were in the same area with the same. So, you know, this is the same putt almost exactly that Harris English just missed his birdie putt. So can almost uh, guarantee one of two things. It's either going in or he's going to miss left, but he ain't missing right this time. Oops. It's going to be interesting because I think the big thing for him is just being able to get close, be able to tap in for par, and then see what English does from there. Who's first? We got Kramer Hickok probably. Yeah, yeah, Hickok is further away. Hickok's going to be first. Uh, let's, uh, Let's shift over to the NBA. We'll keep you updated as this goes along here. Again, both guys on the green, English and Hickok, both with birdie putts on the eighth playoff hole at the Travelers Championship in Connecticut. Uh, what, what, a, what a two weeks this has been for the PGA Tour. Really three weeks because he had uh, Garrett Higo winning in dramatic yeah. fashion uh, at Palmetto three weeks ago as well. Bucks and Hawks, all the fives are, the only five is still there, still at South Point. Everything else is still four and a half. The total, Greg, we uh, the first 224 and a half back in the market after the opener 225 was bet down. 224 and a half right behind us here at Circa on that total. Again, I'm kind of surprised that this is being bet back up again. I agree with you. The Hawks have been playing significantly better on defense recently. And I think the fact that Boyan Bogdanovich has been injured has really led to a little bit of it. Because with the Hawks, they have been playing a tad bit slower. No question, Trey Young has been absolutely amazing. But the Bucks have been doing a relatively solid job of being able to guard the arc. Aside from game one, when Trey Young is shimmying before he winds up shooting threes. But by and large, I do like the way that the Bucks have been able to emerge with their defense. And the Bucks are a team that, in general, they're a little bit inconsistent with their three-point shooting. We saw with Chris Middleton in the first two games... Wasn't able to find it from the outside. If he's not able to, the Bucks don't necessarily have a ton of outside shooting, which does give you a little bit of cause for concern. Josh, uh, we were talking about the total before, at least in the first half. Uh, one ten and a half now behind us here at uh, Circa. One eleven at DraftKings. Yeah, again with two twenty four in the one ten one eleven total, uh, and it continues to go down a little bit. Um, I, I, again, somebody could have placed a big bet. We, I don't know if it's just, you know, trending in the direction of where the game's been playing. I, I find it a little weird. I know the playoff postseason is slightly different on the way we approach it. I'm used to these first half totals being a little bit higher and the second half coming down a little bit. So weird for me that it's down to 110. I find that, although still a little, I mean, you got to score 55 points per quarter, but I, I, I. Yep, 55, yep. Still high. I, I, I think that there's more value. I mean, if you like the over at this point, I think that there's value in the first half now. I mean, we just, we kind of just bought yourself a couple points through somebody else. Yeah, I know. I, I, look, I don't disagree. Again, I, I'm going to stay away from the first half total. Okay. I, I think it would be the only, I would bet it under. I like Atlanta plus the five a little bit more than I like, uh, uh, like anything else, again, most of the, there really aren't any fives out there. DraftKings has it in newer jurisdictions. Here in Vegas, it's only the South Point with the five, Greg. And if you're someone like me who likes the Bucks tonight, you want to be getting four and a half because oh, yes. I think we were both talking about this. 
I could easily see this game landing five, this yep. game landing six. I think it could land right near land, that number. Land, so, land four if you uh, if you're if you like Atlanta, that's what you'd be rooting yep. for. If you're a Hawks better, you certainly want to be getting that five. If you're a Bucks better, you certainly want that four and a half. Do you, is this game again? We we know the history of the Bucks. They've been they've been doing this for a while now. Very consistent, very good. Uh, is it still? And I find myself at times I like this Hawks team a lot. Well coached. Is it, is it still just because they haven't been here in a while that we we're not one hundred percent trusting them? They've done nothing but exceed expectations this whole playoff. Is it is it almost like it's going to run out? Is it the Bucks' history? Is is there still not enough belief in the Hawks? What is it that they're not getting the respect they deserve? I think the big thing is is that people just are wondering who's going to be able to step up around Trey Young because Young is quickly becoming a superstar in my oh. opinion. I think that he's quickly becoming a top fifteen, top ten player in the league. But the question is. Who else on the Atlanta Hawks is helping him out? Clint Capella is a nice player down low, but he's not necessarily a guy that's going to be carrying the mail for United in a night out. Kevin Herter had a tremendous game seven against the Philadelphia 76ers. We saw it in game two. Was not consistent. Wound up scoring eight points in that game. So I think that that's a big thing with the Hawks. Just being able to get a little bit of production around Trey Young. And one of the guys that was stepping up in Bogdanovich has been badly hampered in this series. How good was that draft real quick? Again, who, who, who did the Knicks have in that draft with Trey Young? and, and uh, Knicks took Kevin Knox. Uh, that was, and how has he been? Because it seems Kevin, like Kevin Knox has not been good. Uh, he had they, a decent rookie year. Yeah, and then, not been yeah. not good. Dallas no. turned it around. So, Atlanta so, turned it around. The Suns turned it around. Everybody's got better, eight, yeah, right? Yeah, again, the big one was number two. Poor yeah, Marvin of course. Bagley with, yeah. with Sacramento. By the way, it is over in Connecticut. Harris English, your winner, made his birdie putt. Hickox did not. And there you go. Harris English is your first multi-time winner this year. On the PGA Tour, really? win number two for Harris English. That's got to be good for golf. Having so many different winners each week and giving us these new faces and these new stars to root. That's got to be great for the sport. So English wins it. He had 13 under for the tournament. Found a way in eight playoff holes to outlast Kramer Hickok. Again, uh, what, what a showing for Kramer Josh, to at least burst onto the scene, and and again coming up just shy, but again millimeters away <laughs> on two different holes, could have been a different story today. He he put up a solid performance. I mean, again, nothing to be disappointed about outside of the fact that you're just not carrying that cup home. Uh, you you had a guy you're playing against in Harris English who's just been that good all season, so you had your. It was a tough task, but I, I, again, the performance by him, Kramer Hickok, was was sensational. He made putts when he had to. He lipped out a couple. One of them was a bomb, but he lipped out a couple. The adjustments that Harris made, again, we just talked about it. He just had the same putt. He, he missed it, leaked right on him. He didn't really understand it, but then again, staying in the zone. And, and, and after he missed that putt, he kind of stayed back, and he processed everything about it, um, probably with the uh, – that, that we, this, I might see this again, the way this has been going, and he did. He saw it again, and he made the necessary adjustments. He was willing to hit it, and, and, and it turns right into the hole. So, uh, great tournament. We thank you for all the added coverage. I know that. Uh, <laughs> but, again, we got a new star on the map. I think it's great. Let's go back to the Bucks and the Hawks here, Greg. Game three, of course, series tied at one. Right now, Bucks four and a half or five, depending on where you are looking right now, mostly here in town. 
four and a half. Newer jurisdictions, mostly fives. Uh, again, the 224 and a half starting to populate again. Prop-wise, uh, it's a 30 behind us here on Trey Young. Point total, 30 and a half on the East Coast. Well, went day. It, Circa is more willing to dish flat numbers on okay. props than basically anyone else in the marketplace. So again, Greg, if you're one of the, if you you're living out here and you want Trey Young's point total over, you take it behind us here at the, here at Circa. Yep, and I'm one of these people, but I don't think Trey Young's going to be able to score 30 tonight. So I'm looking under on that one. I don't think that Giannis gets a 33 and a half. I'm looking under there. The one over that I really like is Kevin Herter because we've seen him when the Atlanta Hawks have been able to have success. Herter has really been a good guy to be able to ignite the offense for a little bit, lack of a better term. We saw this in Game 7. Typically, you'll notice that the role players will play a little bit better at home than they will on the road. I think that this is a good spot for him to be able to get a couple open threes. After the Hawks, well, they just weren't making anything in Game 2. So I think that he's going to be able to go over. But I still think that this is going to be overall an under series. And if you've been taking a lot of these player props under, if you've been taking a lot of these full game unders, in the playoffs the last two weeks or so, you've been making a lot of money. Especially last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you bet DeAndre Aiden overs, he did quite well. Well, I mean, I mean, look, I, I, DeAndre Aiden, by the way, you bring up a good one there. I mean, yeah. his overs have been phenomenal this whole postseason. Uh, by the way, of course, Phoenix winning last night in an homage yet again to the 1990s, 84-80. I like these games. I, are you sure you do? I do. I think you'd rather be watching the college basketball teams play their games in the 50s as opposed to this, though. I would, but at the same time, I'm one of those people that I can actually appreciate defense. Like, when I see Virginia play those, like, 48 to 45 games, I get all amped up for them because you can tell that they are giving a full effort. So many people think, oh, these guys are missing shots and everything like that. Look at what the defense is doing, and that's a thing of beauty in and of itself. Josh, is there any any player? I mean, obviously you have Giannis's large total of thirty three and a half. Middleton twenty two and a half, twenty three. Uh, Young at the twenty uh, at the thirty and a half. Yeah. Uh, is there any 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 of those other stars that you're looking at? Are you looking at Middleton? Are you looking at Giannis tonight? Yeah, I, I I was kind of looking at some of those just to see what I thought. It's. Uh, again, I think a lot of them are inflated, but I do think the scoring is going to be a little bit up, and somebody's got to do it. Uh, and then I'm just wondering, from a perspective of what we talked about, is, is Collins going to show up? You know, who's who's going to show up on the on the flip side? Is Capella going to show up? Because those are a little inflated too. Uh, uh, very capable, but I think Collins was like at at, at fifteen, fifteen and a half. Yeah. yeah, and and the inconsistencies, and and I do think Atlanta's going to shoot a lot better than they did before. Clearly, it can't. All beyond Trey Young, um, so I, I think some of the props for me are, are based off of how you think this game's who, who you're favoring. You know where you think this game's going to play out, and 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 I like some of the ones for Atlanta because I think that they're they're by default they're going to have to shoot a little bit better, and, and they are at home. So I, I didn't mind what you said with Herter. I, I didn't mind that as well. They're going to need some help. I think the three point shooting will increase a little bit. I don't expect a ton because there is some defense from outside, but then there's a lot of points that were inside the paint. There's a lot of two-point shots that are made. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of the game, but where the three-point shooting was was horrendous, there's somebody making points down low, so it was that Capella. So again, I think there's some prop bets down there that we can probably find some some advantages on. I'm not quick to always jump on overs, but I think that there's a couple that we can probably find down low. I wouldn't really 
count on the guy shooting threes all day to, to be the place where I look for my overs. I agree with you, and I do think that you bring up a good point because if you have a lot of missed shots, you know what that means? Rebound props are going to be going over. Like so if you're an over better where you were able to make money yesterday, guys like DeAndre Ayton and company with their rebounds going over because the points were going under. Game three, about 14 minutes away. Again, we'll uh, we'll keep you updated as that game goes along. We'll keep you uh, apprised of a wee bet. I, again, the only oh, I actually have to ask you this because you were making uh, making fun of people uh, who would bet this, Greg, during the break. <laughs> the, uh, uh, Player to score the first. Yes, three. the fun, the fun, <laughs> quick sweat, just like your first inning bets, Greg Peterson. Uh, Trey oh, Young I behind us, by the way, your favorite. No shock there, plus four fifty-five. Except uh, this could actually be reliant on who wins the tip as well. Okay, that is true. Mr. Middleton's a short shot on the box at five to one. First three made. I would love to see if there was a option for no threes made the entire game. You win a private island plus like I don't know free Popeyes for a year or something like that. <laughs> Congratulations. It would be something else. You don't like first inning uh, run scored? I don't necessarily bet them. Oh, I love the the, the, – today, again, Max Scherzer, Sandy Alcantara in in, in Miami – the plus 135, plus 140, Yeah, both teams actually scored in the first I got, I got that at 145, but again, that's the thing we talk about a lot on the show. Max Scherzer seems to give up home runs, so the fact he didn't give up a home run, but he still gave up a run. Max Scherzer day games gives up runs in the first inning almost every time, and Sandy's been phenomenal. So then it's the same thing with Jacob, too, DeGrom. It's always like plus 130, 135, because you're really banking on three outs opposed to six. But, uh, yeah, no, there, there, there's some value in that. Real quick, uh, first game. 116 points for the Atlanta Hawks. They Mm -hmm. win the game. 95 shots, 47 made. Uh, Only eight three-pointers made. Mm -hmm. So, again, somebody else had to step up. There's a lot of two-point shots coming in with some free throws, uh, 14 free throws in that game, and that's where the other boys, Collins and Capella and the rest of the crew, stepped up. So, again, if you're finding some deflated numbers on those guys, I don't mind the overs a little bit. Capella at 11.5 points is something that I could advocate for the over on. I like Herter a little bit more, but I do think that Capella is going to be able to have a good game because I think that he, quite frankly, is going to do the best job down low in this game. By the way, you want Clint Capella at 300 to 1, Greg? Yes. First three-pointer. First three-pointer made. Pass. <laughs> you needed like a shot clock violation that's looming him to throw up a prayer and for it to go in. Capella. <laughs> What's the lowest it's Capella, one? Capella did not take a three-pointer this year, so uh, I would agree with <laughs> Your you. Your odds are probably better than being struck by lightning. <laughs> And I'm not kidding when I say that. Oh, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, did not take a three. He's never made a three-pointer in his NBA career, too. So, yeah, don't, don't. See, even though he's a starter, three, don't, don't, don't waste your money. Don't waste your How do you come up with that number 300 to one? Just throw some random number out there. By the way, uh, Greg, there isn't a number for uh, – for no three-pointers made in the game. That's so. more likely than Clint Capella hitting one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that uh, uh, on that one. So, ha- Hawks and Bucks. The only play that I end up on here is I did take the five at the south point. And I, I like four and a half with the Bucks. So, Greg and I will be up. Oh, Josh Towers, I think, is on Milwaukee, is on Atlanta, but I don't know if you uh, ended up making the bet. I didn't make the bet. I do like Atlanta. Okay. Uh, I followed hoops with his over on Herder. Okay, so there you go. That's what we like in the Hawks and the Bucks. When we get back, there's the Stanley Cup final. That begins tomorrow. 
a team we expected, a team we didn't matching up. That's next here on Visa. Here on VEASAN's Bet Center, I'm Jeff Parles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers alongside. Happy to be with you as we always are here on Sunday afternoon in Vegas. Uh, Going to be nighttime on the East Coast soon, which means, of course, we get our uh, 8.30 Eastern start time in Atlanta in five minutes between the Hawks 
and the Bucks game I, three. I think the real prop bet is what time the game will actually tip. So, I, I, again, our, our, our producer today, Ben Wilson, your co-host on Saturdays, yep. uh, that has told me that these games have started on time. Close. Close to it. At 532 the last two times. I'll take that. So if we get a 532, that would be pretty good. Uh, Where do I bet the over? All right, Greg Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, the bet you should have asked what is for. It, and why is it? Is it because of, like, the coverages like this? Like, what is it? It can't be all. If you tell me the game's starting at 532, I'm going to be ready to go at 532. Oh, I'm right there with you. I just always expect to be disappointed by these start times. It's not the players. It's not the officials. I'm like, why is it that it doesn't start on time? I don't understand. It has to be TV coverage and commercials and whatnot. Probably. You have like a certain amount of commercials that you fill in behind the scenes and everything like that. You have to make all the sponsors happy. So, if we didn't start yeah. on time in baseball, I'd lose our mind. But I can tell you this. Uh, you throw your eight warm-up pitches, and then I would wait to get the ball back, and then I would turn around and look at the umpire at second base, and he would always be doing this. Two minutes, 20 seconds. Hold on. So if I got done in like a minute 30 or something, we would have to sit on the field and wait for the commercials to go before we were allowed to throw a pitch. It was great. Um, so it, it clearly has something Take to do with that. Take a lap around the mound. Yeah, we have to do something. Like, can I get more than eight warm-up pitches in? No, you can't. So I just got to sit here and wait. All right. Um, again, there's no reason for these games to schedule 530 and be tipping at like 545. That's what I don't understand is when we're that late. Yeah. Greg, uh, I, I, I'll give you 5.32 and 30 seconds. 5.32, 30 over. seconds. Greg's going to go got over. Bo- he's, got, he's got sports book coverage over here. He's 10 minutes ahead of us. <laughs> he's in a different world than us right now. Oh, man. So let's uh, – uh, oh, Barkley just guaranteed someone. So oh, whoever no Barkley just guaranteed, go on the other side. Is that what they're doing? Yeah. Uh, he hit the guarantee button. That's why there's uh, money flying <laughs> down and fantastic. people dancing in the background. The fake the, the fake $1,000 bills. Probably oh, with Charles's head on him. <laughs> it's great. I want so, to know the so guarantee. I, so, again, uh, I like the Hawks plus the five. I'm going to actually take a little piece of Trey Young to be the game's leading scorer plus 160 as well, Greg. That's not bad value because Trey Young, if the Hawks do wind up winning this game, he's going to be the big catalyst for it. I personally like the Bucks laying four and a half. I think that it's going to be another game in which winds up going under. I think that this is going to be a little bit more of a slow, methodical game. But I do think that we are going to see some of the backup guys. I think that we're going to see some of the role players wind up stepping up in this one, which is why I do like Kevin Herter over his point total. Meanwhile, Trey Young and Giannis. Trey Young at 29.5, along with Giannis at 33.5. I like both of those under. What number do you stop at? You like 4.5? Are you okay with 5? Five, 5.5, 6? What numbers? No. I would still take a 5, but in this case, you just yeah. want to be getting that best number. That's the massive thing because man Jeff we're talking about it we could both easily see this game landing something like a five something like a four or six I do expect this to be a relatively close game anything above five you you're okay with somebody taking Atlanta absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean and, if you're getting north of five and look I think you you very easily could have that opportunity in game I mean yeah, for sure and yeah. very quickly you could have that opportunity as well by the way I also took Trey Young over 29 and a half only minus 120 at the Westgate. Not bad. Not bad. Much better than uh, than the uh, 30 and a half minus uh, minus or excuse me 20 yards minus 130 before mm-hmm. uh, on that. So look, uh, that that's how I'm playing it. I'm all in on Trey Young. I'm all in on uh, I'm in on the Hawks plus the five at the South Point, and uh, looks looks like the Bucks by 15 and Trey Young scoring 26 points. Greg, 
I is would it, like that. Is that something you like to? I mean, again, you put a lot of research into these games. Both you guys do. You you know the sides you like. You know the individual props. You know the totals you like. Um, and we also know in running how inflated lines get immediately. Yep. Somebody goes up five nothing to start. It's drastically going to change. Uh, and then we understand the swings. Is, is that something that we that we look for as well? Like I'm gonna. I, there's a chance immediately to get great value. Somewhere along the well, lines. Well, look, look. Sometimes I'll do it if, like, if I again, it all it all depends game by game. But like, if this never got the five, I never would. I wouldn't have played it at the four and a half. I think okay. the bucks by five is a legitimate outcome here, and probably a very likely outcome actually. <laughs> so at least want that protection. And two, like, you can't bank on the start that you want actually to happen. Correct. And like, if the start happens that you want, then all right, well. If the team looks... Well, there's a middle in there somewhere. If it, well, yeah. that too. And yeah. also, if there, there's also a scenario, too, where like it kind of happened a ton in the NCAA tournament where side I like get, is getting drilled early, numbers all the way up, but I don't want it because they look horrible. Yeah, so, like, they, there's all sorts of factors, and it, it absolutely helps to be watching these games as well. When we get back, we will look at the Stanley Cup final as this game will be underway between the Hawks and the Bucks. Canadians Lightning preview next here on VEASAN. Stanley Cup Final and the NBA Conference Finals have arrived, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges for you. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst JVT has all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools you need to make every bet in the postseason, including odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com. And our daily members only best bet emails. Now is the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up today for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. Hot start for the Atlanta Hawks. It's 4-0, 90 seconds in. Uh, Clint Capella does not have the first three-pointer of the game. He does have the first two baskets, though. Uh, so uh, if you had that in the newer jurisdictions, you won those. Uh, there have been three missed three-pointers so far, Greg Peterson. Now Lopez just missed one, and now Herter is your cash on that. So there you go, Greg Peterson. We'll take this game to have the guys like Capella and Herter stepping up to be able to help out Trey Young. Keep in mind, when the Hawks wound up winning Game 7 against the 76ers, Trey Young didn't have a good game in that one. It was... It was Kevin Herter who really stepped up for the team, and I think that that's going to be critical for the Hawks moving forward. And if you're a Hawks backer, you have to absolutely love what you've seen in the first two minutes or so. For sure. Uh, Mr. Jeff? Yes? What value do we have on the Bucks? Down 7 nothing, just like we talked well, about. Well, uh, Greg, uh, right behind us, we should have a live number right now. Did they put it up? Uh, no, it's not up yet, but we will have a live number behind us in a second. It's got to be something inflated pretty uh, quick. I mean, if you, maybe a basket? Mm. Can't move it that much off of seven, too much. seven points. Uh, DraftKings currently has the Bucks laying three minus one twelve juice. Yeah, one, 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 and a half. one half. Wow. So well, there you go again. Depending on which book you're betting at, just like that. And so, DraftKings just moved to two and a half too. Greg, do you want the Bucks one and a half if minus one fifteen? If, you, if yeah. you like them, how do you not Absolutely. take them? Yeah. Exactly. This is a two-minute spurt, yeah, and everyone in the NBA makes a run. So this is one in which, if you like the Bucks, like I did pre-flop, you really like them now. Minus one and a half. It's a point and a half minus 15. It's not a bad play. That's not bad. 
That's not bad at all. Total's down to 222 and a half if you want to take the total over. <laughs> so you can get him as low as one and a half? One and a half. Yeah, okay, so you take that, and if you had Atlanta at five you or something like that. You have three and a like half that, point middle two and a half minutes into the game. You're, yeah. You're, it's funny, man, how it works. You'll find even bigger extremes what was in God's First three made. What was he, uh, eight to one? Plus 780 or something yeah. like that. So yeah. Reasonable hit there. If uh, you had Kevin Herter on that. Let's, uh, when Bogdanovich is shooting threes. <laughs> him and Brooke. Let's uh, go to uh, the Stanley Cup final. Lightning, Canadiens, just as we all expected. Greg Peterson in the Atlantic oh, yeah. Division matchup in the Stanley Cup <laughs> final. Uh, the Lightning are minus 290 to win this series. Canadiens plus, two tw- plus 245 behind us here at Circa. Uh, game and a half, Canadiens plus 125. Getting the game and a half. Lightning laying the game and a half, minus 145. So in order to win that bet on Tampa, you have to win 4-2-4-1 or 4-0. In order for Montreal to win that bet, Either Canadians win the series or lose in seven. Greg, uh, what what are your what are your thoughts here in the series? Because I on on Friday after the matchup was set, said to Tim Murray, Lightning in four. So I do have a little piece of lightning really? lightning sweep at six to one. Not a big piece, but a slight piece on that. I don't think that the lightning sweep, but. If you're giving me that bet, I think it's more likely than not that the Lightning wind up winning this game and they drop one game or fewer, in my opinion. I really think that the Lightning should just go out there and crush. I mean, you've just got so many better players for the Lightning in this spot. I love the way that Braden Point has been performing all postseason long. Now, Carey Price has been amazing in the postseason, but you got to feel like with all the firepower that the Lightning are going to be throwing out there, all the shots on goal that they're going to be getting, it's going to take a little bit of a toll on Carey Price. Perhaps the Canadians wind up stealing a game early, but then from there I'd be taking a look at the Lightning. I think that the Lightning, I would say probably a gentleman sweep in my opinion. Five games is what I'd be looking at. I've got a couple questions for you boys. Go ahead. Did you guys have Montreal beating no. Vegas? No. No. no and, I, and, I mean, and, I mean. Gosh, it was minus 500 to begin the series. Yeah, that's cool. And then if if if, if Las Vegas was facing the Lightning, who was winning? Okay, so... You see where I'm going? I know mm-hmm. I know where you're going. If Vegas was going to play Tampa, Vegas probably would have been favored. Okay. And that would have been a pretty significant bet on Tampa for me. Oh, yeah. I got you. Because Montreal yeah. looked really good. I get that they were the underdogs, Vegas. They, they won 42% of their games this season. They But they've looked mm-hmm. really yes, good in the Carey postseason. Price and awesome, not just yeah. in one series. Like, collectively... And even when they've lost, they've, they've come together. They do a lot of things. The aggressiveness, they were they're tough down low. I, I thought that they were the, the skating. I thought the speed was there. Like They've done a lot of really, really good things that, that, that warrant this success throughout the postseason. And now we're talking about potentially Tampa should just roll them. Um, again, I understand the 42% of the games in the regular season. Is, is that our only overlook of Montreal? Or, I mean, I get Tampa's really, really good. But, again, they they didn't have a problem with Las Vegas. And I didn't think Vegas played too bad. I thought Montreal just played better. No, I Montreal definitely, would. They, that result was not a fluke with the way that series went. I, I 100% agree with that. It just Again, when you're a 40, when you have the least amount of points of any team in the playoffs, when you had three teams who missed the playoffs had more wins than Montreal <laughs> did this year, at some point the party's got to end. Now, Lightning in four may be a little bit aggressive. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But I just have a hard time envisioning Montreal stealing this series from Tampa. And also, too, one other thing, and this is no knock on the goaltending that, that uh, Montreal has seen so far in this postseason, because especially in the last two rounds, 
Hellebuck is a really good goaltender in Winnipeg. Agreed. And Fleury had an amazing year for Vegas, even though he did not have the greatest series against Montreal. Vasilevsky is the best goaltender in hockey yeah. right now. Price is the second best goaltender in hockey right now. Obviously, they're the two that's playing, but through this postseason, those have been those two guys have been the top works. two. Right. But but Vasilevsky has been spectacular. And Greg, I mean, Vasilevsky's pitched four straight shutouts in games that Tampa's clinched series in. And I would say as well, the teams that the Lightning have had to knock off in order to get here, very impressive. Taking down the Islanders, a team that plays absolutely tenacious defense, is something that should be noted. And that Hurricane series. We thought was going they beat to be them pretty handily. Yeah, the Hurricane series I thought might have been if it would have broken a different way, like a conference finals, a finals sort of series, and the Lightning were able to take care of business there. I just take a look at all the tools. You've got a guy like Stamkos who has been there, done that as well, and I think the Canadians are just really up against it in this one. I I I agree with you there again. Uh, t- taking the six to one for me on Tampa to sweep, which means if you like Montreal tomorrow, I would probably say your bet's in good shape. With the fact that I took a sweep on Tampa Bay, uh, that's two fouls on Giannis early, and it's fifteen to two in Atlanta in the first four minutes against the Bucks. We're back to get good. Greg's plays tomorrow and Josh's plays for a Monday slate here on Beeson's Bet Center.
Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit for more. I'm Jeff Parles. Greg Peterson, Josh Towers here on VEASAN's Bet Center. Happy to be with you. Quite a start for the homestanding Atlanta Hawks, Greg Peterson, out to a 22-8 lead, a little over halfway home in the first quarter. Yep, and for the Bucks, all of their points have come from Jeru Holiday and Brooke Lopez, which is not necessarily the greatest thing in the world. Bobby Portis Jr. wound up getting a bucket there, but Giannis and Chris Middleton, as many points as the three gentlemen on this desk, that's an issue for the Bucks. Yeah, it probably won't get it done if that's the case. And also, too, Atlanta have, having their way early on the offensive glass Oh, you don't want to do that, Milwaukee. You don't want to leave Trey Young with no one within 10 feet of him. They're going to score. He knocks down plus. a three pointer. 25 10. 10 early for Trey Young, by the way, Greg. Yeah, Trey Young is looking really good right now. And the Bucks, their perimeter defense that was there in game two, has not made the trip yet to Atlanta. No, they have not. There's been a lot of play so far in this game where both teams have stopped assuming a whistle. And there's been no whistle. Uh, and then they just had to kind of continue play. I wonder if the refs are just letting them play, if, if there's an over-exaggeration. But there's been on both sides where they've, they've stopped play um, only to nothing. Also, what, what are these jerseys the Bucks are wearing? Today? They're the blue ones. I own one of Chris Middleton personally. They're brutal. They're awesome. Oh, man. Uh, you and I disagree on that one. I probably wear it on my jogs. I wore it actually yesterday. Oh, <laughs> Thirteen and a half miles, right? Twelve miles. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, Twenty-five to twelve, Atlanta in control early, but plenty of game left. Only four uh, four minutes ago, first quarter, so a long way to go at State Farm Arena for the Bucks and the Hawks. And uh, isn't that the uh, foul that they're not going to call? Kind of a version of what the rule changes. Yeah, be? That, that's probably. But they also called that on the ground as yeah. well. So no shooting, no free throws there for Chris Middleton. Oh, so, all right, guys. Trey Young with the shin Sunday shake. night. There are games tomorrow, as there always are. We got some good ones tomorrow. Yeah, we do. I haven't dove we do. into them, but Disco Fani and the Giants versus Bauer, who's been struggling in the mm-hmm. Dodgers. And you're still getting ridiculous prices on the Giants. So, actually, I want to ask you this real quick. Because this past week at the Angels, I think, was the, like, we've been seeing good prices on the Giants all year. But the fact that Disco Fani, earlier this week, against Andrew Haney, who's fine. Fine pitcher. Eh. Not having the greatest year, though. That's yeah, my least favorite word ever. But Scofani was like plus 118 against the Angels, which Still is no insane love. because Scofani should be an all-star this Eight year. He's and two, been two, seven, seven. You're right, he should be an yeah. all-star. Yeah. Even if you think the Giants be. are going to regress, you can't take these prices right now. Yeah. I mean, it's like they've got the best record in the league, yeah. and they're an underdog to the Angels. Uh, Come that on. That should plus never one, happen, by the way, ever. Plus 170, by the way. Is the best number you can get to Scofani tomorrow, tomorrow against Bauer. Yeah. He's been, like, again, I believe Bauer's been struggling. I'll, I'll yeah. try to pull up what he's been doing. It hasn't been great. Spin rate has been down a little bit. Bauer, I Bauer, wonder why. Bauer, Bauer, Bauer it doesn't matter Bauer. what your spin rate is when the ball's sitting over the middle of the plate. Uh, yeah. I know you're excited about this game tomorrow. Uh, Faria and the Diamondbacks versus LeBlanc and the Cardinals. Oh, my goodness. They've got a total of nine up. <laughs> uh, six innings, three runs. On three home runs, by the way, Bauer versus the Padres. Then he dominated the Diamondbacks, expected seven and zero. But then six and a third, six runs, four earned, six and three, six and two and four. So he's been giving up. I mean, he's been averaging about three 
the last four or five starts. And I mean, not typical. We expect more out of Bauer. So again, a quality start's not nothing to sniff at. But in this day and age, and in, in our expectations, that's a, that's a lot for him. And the three home runs stands out a little bit for me. One thing I will say, actually, uh, I, I know you brought up <laughs> brought up the Diamondbacks and the Cardinals <laughs> there, but the Cardinals have just lost three out of four to the Pirates yeah. and have looked horrible. Tommy Edmond earlier in the week on a press conference basically said that we weren't that we're not being coached properly to be prepared for who's starting the, the other starters this is beautiful. every single day. Ben brought is, this up yesterday. Which is, we, just, which is just again for an organization, an organization like the Cardinals who historically overachievers, usually well-coached. What, what I think what he was saying is, and, and Ben, in my ear if I'm wrong, basically saying when, when, when a team comes in, we don't, we don't talk about them. We don't talk right. about the pitchers pitching yeah. against us. It's like us pitchers having our meeting and talking about every single hitter. We, whenever, wherever you go for the first day of the series, you always have meetings, both the hitters and the pitchers. You do. And so the hitters go in their meetings and they talk about every pitcher, what they do, what they like to do early, late, their spins, uh, their pitches, etc., relievers and their tendencies. And he's basically alluding to, we don't even do this. We don't even talk about him. Which, you know, to be honest with you, some of the meetings were irrelevant to me because the way you pitch somebody is not the way I'm going to pitch somebody. But, yes, let me know if somebody's hot or cold or whatever. Uh, they like to swing first pitch. There's certain things I, I want to know. So I'm always going to do my very own homework. So I assume he's doing his home, own homework anyways. But, again, it goes back to what we were talking about, these cards earlier. The game has changed where somebody else in the front office is – preparing everything for us so we sit around and don't do anything we could you should be doing all your own homework so I, I'm, I'm hoping that that he goes and does all his own research but if 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 he's not and he's calling the team out for not having meetings to tell us what's going on uh one shame on the cardinals but two shame on him because yeah. it's not anybody else's responsibility for me to know how to do my job to the fullest potential right. I, I need to know everything about every hitter Ever, if I'm going to have some success. And so I, on one hand, I love it. On the other hand, I think we are in an era of baseball. We're waiting around for somebody else to do the work for us. Can't happen. By the way, also you don't call your team up, by the way. Greg, uh, tomorrow, first $3 favorite we've seen so far this year as well. From me, because you've got Tom Eshelman, a fly ball pitcher, heading to Houston to face off against the Astros. Yeah, that is, that a, is not going to go well for him. That's Baltimore and Houston. Houston's a minus 316 consensus favorite. Oh, that is so far can't even mess the, with biggest, that. the biggest favorite we have seen on the board this year. What about Peralta versus Hendricks in Milwaukee? That is one that I absolutely love the under on. Freddie Peralta leads all qualifying National League starters in strikeouts per nine and fewest hits per nine innings as well. And I will say, Kyle Hendricks, he has given up 19 home runs this year. Very stunning, though. He has actually been better on the road than he yeah, has been at much home, better on the road. which is just stunning because throughout his career, he's always been great at Wrigley Field. You can't trust Kyle Hendricks away from home. He's been much better on the road, and you always want to take this into account whenever you've got Sunday Night Baseball. A team that is traveling after Sunday Night Baseball, they typically lay an egg. Like the travel is, is is something very important to mention. By the way, yep. real quick, Jeff, for yeah. you, uh, Twins at White Sox, Kenta mm-hmm. Maeda versus Giolito. Oh, the Twins stink. I, I, I listen, they're playing better, and Giolito's been awful. Giolito. The White Sox correct. are struggling. Like yeah. those business the, right the, White Sox, the White Sox right now, in what seemed like to be a division race that was – Totally toast, and the White Sox are going to run away and hide. Before you know it, the Twins it's are going to be half. in this, by the way. Two and a half. The Twins are still, you make up 11 and a half? It's, we're only halfway through the season. Okay. No, we're not even halfway yet. 
By the way, that's a three-way tie for third place. They're, they're, they're two wins away from being in third place, right? They're not, not too one far. win away from being in third place uh, based off the, the percent, based off the amount of seven games. and three yeah. in their last ten. Their winners are two in a row. Again, the White Sox are struggling. They pulled out the second uh, game with a doubleheader today, but they've been struggling. Giolito really hasn't been it. He's talk about a guy that you just can't you, you can't bet on. He's too inconsistent. Well, he's had a, before he had the breakout season. 2018 or 2019, Giolito was the worst. 19. 19. 19. So, so the last full season we had, Giolito was the worst statistical pitcher in baseball. For no, a good that was 18 that he struggled. Okay. 19 years good. All right. That, that's what I, yes, that's what I was going for. 2018 was the worst statistical pitcher in baseball. 2019 was good. Um, and then, again, very inconsistent so far this year. By the way, the only baseball game going right now, Dodgers still have that 6-1 lead over Chicago yeah. as they play in the fifth. And then uh, any interest in the Angels at Yankees tomorrow, so, Dylan Bundy and King. Oh, so it's Dylan Bundy and Michael King. Total's 10. Yankees minus 150 consensus. Bundy is unbettable right now. The, so uh, the, the Yankees. Yankees, the Yankees, though, are off a, just a, a disastrous weekend in Boston, to Boston put it nicely. has won every game so far this season, correct? Boston 6-0 yep. against okay. the Yankees. Uh Lifeless at the plate. Garrett Cole got destroyed today. The yeah. home run they gave up to Rafael Devers well, was terrible. Well, that was, first off, 465 feet to Devers. Nice on an, pitch. On an 0-2 pitch, too. Uh, Cole, right down the yeah, pipe. Very bizarre it's from Cole, who is really, again, uh, the Yankees are now 500 in games Garrett Cole started this year, which, uh, a, a, again, if the Yankees are going 500 in games that Cole is starting, you're not going anywhere. Somebody's winning their three above five, but guess who's in fourth place in their division? That would be the uh, New York Yankees. That would be the New York Yankees. Yeah, it's a half game behind Toronto, as Toronto, even though they were the ones who got the uh, who were the culprit of letting Baltimore break their road losing streak on twenty Friday. games. Yeah, not even the worst one in baseball this year. Of course, the Diamondbacks twenty four that ended yesterday. But uh, so so Greg. Uh, not not to spoil your New York post play, but uh it's the under in Cubs versus Brewers. Okay. Brewers have the worst batting average in the league. The National League's second worst batting average belongs to the Cubs. Freddie Peralta has given up two runs or fewer in all but two of his starts so far yeah, this year. Could, Kyle yeah. Hendricks is putting it together <laughs> on the road. The Cubs back up Kyle Hendricks with a top three bullpen in the big leagues. And with the Brewers, you've got Devin Williams along with Josh Hader. This is also a Rivalry that traditionally has always went under between the Cubs and the Brewers. It, they just always seem to play like three to two style games. Josh, might be sold. Josh, uh, yeah, well, very, very simple there. <laughs> the uh, the one thing I will say, I'm curious to see first five total. I imagine it'll be a three and a half. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even a Brewers first five if the price isn't too out of control. And this is one in which you can look at the full game since I know many people like the first five, but with the bullpen of the Cubs, it's actually been very trustworthy. And when you've got Williams and Hayter out there in the Brewers bullpen, in my opinion, the best one-two punch in the eighth and ninth innings that you're going to find out there in the big leagues. Yeah, the one other thing, too, that I'll, uh, that I'll look at, again, Peralta, probably an all-star. He may get hurt just because the other two guys on that staff have also been awesome this year. Yeah. In Burns and Woodruff. Uh, And Hayter's going to be an all-star, too, out of that bullpen. Yeah. Um, All your all-stars for the Brewers coming out of the pitchers. As we all expected. Hawks uh, lead down to seven with a minute 24 to go in the first quarter. 29 to 22. And we'll call for a second. That's all the time we have, though, here on VEASAN's Bet Centers. For Josh Towers and Greg Peterson. I'm Jeff Parle. Enjoy the rest of your night, and good luck on your bets. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.